Hello everyone, and welcome to the Commander's Forge. Now, I am your host, Andy Bentley, and the Commander's Forge is an area for me to talk about magic, commander, and anything else that I feel like I want to talk about. Now, I wasn't going to release a podcast this week because I was just super busy this weekend, but seeing the news today, I decided I might as well touch on it since I hadn't recorded anything yet. And that is the Rules Committee has put out uh, an announcement. First and foremost, they have removed Rule 11 from the Commander Rules. Or no, it was Rule 10. And Rule 11 has become the new Rule 10. Uh, Rule 10 had to do with the Legend Rule, and that just seems kind of redundant in a format around Legends. The other part of it is that Golos Tireless Pilgrim has been banned and Worldfire has been unbanned. So let's get into that for a little bit. Uh, Golos is a, a construct creature, five mana. When it enters the battlefield, you can search your library for a car for a land card and put it into play. Then you can pay the Woobergs and cast stuff for free off the top of your library. In a way, they they felt like Golos wasn't fair because his mana cost wasn't prohibitive. So it was fairly easy to drop him, find the land you needed to make Wooberg, and then just go off. And then Worldfire is a sorcery for six red, red, red. That says, exile all permanents, exile all cards from all hands and graveyards, and each player's life total becomes one. Now, this has been on the ban list for... As long as I've been playing Commander. And I always wondered, like, how bad it could be while it was on there. But, you know, you always respect the decisions. And according to the rules committee, they basically said that they still want Commander to be a format where they feel like, like, seven, eight, and nine mana spells can still be used reliably. And to this end, they decided to unban Worldfire. Can I say anything else about that? Not really. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's basically all there is to that. And I guess since I am recording, I will be back talking about um, upgrades to an old deck. Uh, yeah, I'll be right back. Hey, did you know that for as little as a dollar a month, you can help support this podcast? All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash commandersforge, and that is cmdr underscore forge. That's, that's it. That's all I got to say about it. If you want to help support the podcast, you can go there.
and welcome back. Now, to preface this next part of the podcast, I have an Arlen Cord Oathbreaker deck. Because I've always wanted to play werewolves, and they just weren't viable very well in Commander. That said, I will be converting this into Tovalar Dire Overlord and into a full Commander deck. Uh, it's going to have a couple stipulations posted on it, though. When I play it, I'm going to make sure it's okay with the table. That all of the old werewolves and mechanics around werewolves will work with the day-night cycle instead of the old way. Now, what does that mean necessarily? It means cards like Moon Mist, instead of being transform all humans and then prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn by creatures other than werewolves and wolves, it would say, when you cast this spell, it becomes night, which then transforms all of your werewolves, and then still keeps the prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn by creatures other than werewolves and wolves. So it gives you... A clear range to attack. Uh, yeah, the any, anything that's like that, uh, we would rot it to just be a day-night cycle. Uh, other than that, let's just uh, let's talk about uh, the deck. Uh, first off, we can't do a werewolf deck without a full a few non-werewolves, namely uh, Immerwolf, which is one, a red and a green for a 2-2 wolf. It has Intimidate. Other wolf and werewolf creatures you control get plus one, plus one. And non-human werewolves you control can't transform, meaning they cannot change back from werewolves. Very simple. It's going to be a linchpin in the deck. There's all there is to it. Stuff like Howlpack Resurgence, which is a 3-mana, 2 and a green enchantment with Flash. And each creature you control that's a wolf or a werewolf gets plus 1, plus 1, and has Trample. It, that's... Yeah, that's... that's Stuff like that. Uh, but as far as, like, creatures go, uh, stuff like... Uh, Huntmaster of the Fells, which is a human werewolf 2-2 two, two for 2, a red and a green. Uh, whenever this creature enters the battlefield or transforms into the Huntmaster of the Fells, you put a 2-2 two, two green wolf creature token onto the battlefield, and you gain 2 life. Now, in our version of the deck, it will not have the rest of the text. It will instead just have Daybound and Nightbound. And the Ravager of the Fells is a 4-4 four, four with Trample. And whenever this creature transforms into Ravager of the Fells, it deals 2 damage to target opponent and 2 damage to up to 1 target creature that player controls. And again, we replace the regular Werewolf text with Daybound and Nightbound. Now, I would be remiss to talk about a Werewolf deck without mentioning the old Legendary Werewolf. Because, well, he is not a good commander for werewolves himself, he is still a decent creature. 
Uh, Ulrich of the Kralin Horde is a legendary human werewolf, 4-4 four, four for 3, a red and a green. And whenever this creature enters the battlefield or transforms into Ulrich of the Kralin Horde, target creature gets plus 4, plus 4 to let it turn. Again, we're changing it to Daybound Nightbound. And then Ulrich, the uncontested alpha, is a 6-6. Six, six. And whenever this creature transforms into Ulrich, uncontested alpha, you may have it fight target non-werewolf creature you don't control. So he uh, helps something else uh, punch for harder, and then he fights stuff when he transforms. That's uh, basically all there is to it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Lambhold Elder is a human werewolf, 1 2 for 2 and a green, and has no special abilities on its front face except the daybound. And then its nightbound side is going to be Silver Pelt Werewolf. It is a. 4-5 with whenever Silver Pult Werewolf deals common damage to a player, draw a card. It's just... It's just good old werewolves. Uh, things like uh, Reckless Waif. Again, on the front, just a single red for a 1-1. One, one. And on the back, Merciless Predator is a 3-2. Just... Just a, it gets better on the back. Uh, Mayor of Averbrook is a 1-1 one, one for 1 and a green. Other human creatures you control get plus 1, plus 1. And then on the back side, Howlpack Alpha is a 3-3. Three, three, and other werewolf and wolf creatures you control get plus 1, plus 1. At the beginning of your end step, you put a 2-2 two, two green wolf creature token onto the battlefield. And Nightbound. Uh, Gyre Reach Bandit is a 3-2 for 2 and a red with haste. And the backside is Vilden Pack Alpha. It's a 4-3 with whenever a werewolf enters the battlefield under control, you may transform it. Uh, that one will have to be uh, altered like the other ones to say when a werewolf enters the battlefield, it becomes night. Again, lots of, but it's just going to be slightly different than uh, what the card actually says. And until, you know, Wizards puts an official errata out, this is just what I'm going with. Uh, next up we have uh, Duskwatch Recruiter, 2-2 two, two for one and a green. Uh, for two and a green, you can look at the top three cards of your library. You may reveal a creature card from among them, put them into your hand, put the rest on the bottom of your library in any order. And on the back side, it is the Crowlin Horde Howler. Three, three, creature spells cost one less to cast. This is just going to be a good old uh, werewolf gruel beatdown turn creature sideways deck. Uh, it's still kind of in the planning process because going from a 60 card deck to a 100 card deck, there's going to be some math that needs to change, like number of lands, uh, number of creatures I want to include, number of planeswalkers, like I want to include the new Arlen Cord. Uh, 
and a bunch of the werewolves that have released or will release with Midnight Hunt. And I think the best thing is it's not going to be a terribly expensive upgrade to make it a commander deck. I figure it might cost me somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 or $40 to get everything I need. And yeah, that's basically what I've been thinking about the last couple of days. And uh, I think I'm going to wrap this up before the weather gets any more crazier. And uh, as usual, if you enjoyed it, uh, hit the like button wherever you happen to be listening to it. If you're on YouTube, consider subscribing if you enjoy it. And uh, I will see you next time. That brings us to the end of the podcast. I would like to thank Nate and Erica Jacobs for designing my logo and Cody Mulphy and Ian Foss for allowing me to use a sample of music from their band, The Crypt. The podcast can be found on YouTube by searching Commander's Forge. The podcast is Commander's Forge, that is C-M-D-R underscore Forge, on Twitter. I can be found on Twitter at Bentsmister, that is B-E-N-T-Z-M-R. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. And until then, here's to fun games and sick plays.